Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in conservation. Boom. <laughs> now I know which episode we're doing first. <laughs> we didn't discuss it. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> my name is Summer Yeager, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And Joy, I had a thought this morning I wanted to share with you. Okay. So for the last 12 years, <clears throat> I have not gone to the dentist. <laughs> And Me I've been, either. I've been looking for the motivation. Yeah, I try. I'd like to go. I would like, I would like to want to go. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing. Well, so I think that what they're gonna do is they're gonna be like, oh, all your teeth are bad. You're gonna need to take them all out. <laughs> right. And then you can't they're, afford. They're liars. Veneers. So yeah. No, I don't. You'll have, just have no teeth. I don't have any like fear like that. I just don't want to go. Here's the deal. I've never had a cavity. Oh, okay. So you don't really. I've never had a cavity. Okay. Um, my teeth are like I've just never had a problem. Did like, you ever have braces or anything? I had braces. Okay. Um, and then so the last time I was at the dentist was in two thousand eight, and uh, I had my wisdom teeth removed. That was it. I and I had my teeth cleaned, and that was it. And I just I haven't been able to find a solid reason to make an appointment and go. <laughs> since 2008 I mean, so you don't even have to explain that to me so but i found a reason this morning and i am ex- i feel extremely motivated now okay um i was listening to some true crime podcast i don't actually remember which one now at this point but it was about all these um these cold cases that were solved and they were solved by dental records yeah. mm-hmm. and i was like <gasps> If I'm murdered, I'm pretty sure I have, like, no dental record. (laughs) My dental record is not up to date. So Um, someone does a really good job. So all these murders were solved from dental records. And I'm thinking, like, well, I mean, that could be a good reason to go to the dentist. I mean, can I just go and be like, hey, can you take a mold of my teeth? I'd like to make a record. (laughs) I'd like to make a dental record. Is this like do you just like take a picture? Like or? what do you what do you do? Do I gotta like bite down on something or yeah. how does this work? But anyway, so <clears throat> it it motivated me. Like I, I feel like maybe this year I'll go to the dentist. I have been flossing. Oh good. And you know maybe I'm making progress <laughs> <laughs> towards I just it's you know My I, teeth really aren't horrible. I just I've feel been very, like I've been very blessed. My teeth are white. They're straight. Yeah. I don't have cavities. Mm-hmm. Why do I need to go to the dentist? Don't answer that. I'm flossing. Yeah, I know there's. I'm brushing. I don't know what else. Sorry to do. for all of you who are dentists. I know or anything all, all the hygienists. Adjacent, yeah, adjacent. they're all dying right now, yelling at us. Right. <laughs> We're like, yeah. The only reason is to go have a record of yourself in case someone burns well, your body. Well, it's a reason that motivates me, and that's what matters. Well, so some people say spay and neuter your pets. Here at Sheologians, we say. Make sure those dental records are on file. <laughs> you never know what 
crime they might solve. Right. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's that's my thought. I, yeah. That I wanted to share. Well, good. I did have a thought that I was going to share. Uh-huh. Totally unrelated. Of course. Um. It did it go into the it went into the mom brain zone. No, no, no. Oh. I still have it. You have it. Oh, well, I'm really um, impre- good job. Okay, so I realized that. There is a truly underrated Disney movie in our midst. Oh. That no one ever talks about. Okay. I'm... I don't know if you've seen it. Right. So maybe I can't talk about it. I don't know. What is it? A goofy movie? I mean, okay. It's like <laughs> one of the best Disney movies. Am I wrong? Okay. So last <laughs> week. The kids were scrolling through Disney Plus. Okay. And I saw a Goofy movie yeah. mm-hmm. and I freaked out and I said, this is what you guys have to watch. And they're like, we don't want to watch it. Yeah. And I was like, yes, you do. Yeah. You don't know that you want right, to watch but it. But you do. And then I turned it on and then within 20 minutes, I was the only person watching it <laughs> because they'd all pieced out. And I was like, how do they not understand how great this movie yeah, is? It's a great a movie. That's that's representing the decline of something. I mean, it's a downgrade. I know. Something's going on. Something is wrong here. Yeah. What needs to happen? The Goofy movie is Disney, amazing. Disney Plus needs to like pull all of its new content <laughs> right, and just, for about six months. Yeah, just have a Goofy movie and just have everybody catch and up. And the Mandalorian because they it. like don't understand right. that there are some like they don't know. Like even if you try to put like Cinderella on, like little girls are like, oh, Cinderella's pretty yeah, and she's a princess. They'll watch that. But if you actually like, if you actually try to get them to watch in a like like hold in the story that yeah. actually happens in Cinderella, they'll be like, she wore a dress. Yeah. She wore a pretty dress. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a slipper. Yeah, the yeah. goofy movie, a goofy movie. I love it. Um, it is. I have stand a out. rare gem. Stand is out is playing in my head musical. right now. <laughs> it's a musical masterpiece. It has two male characters. It's about a son. Yeah. And a, a dad, dad and a son, which does not happen in Disney movies. Right. It's always about a girl and her. Well, her parents generally aren't even alive anymore. Right. So I don't know. It's all about, it's about a father son relationship. Yeah. And that's just not a common thing you find in Disney movies. Nope. Certainly not in a musical. It was one of my favorites. And it's not effeminate. It's no, not. It's, it's like, good. It's really good. I I was like, that's such an underrated movie. And the more I thought about it, I was like, that is really. Yep. And they took they took Goofy, who is like a throwaway character, total throwaway character, mm-hmm. and they like mm-hmm. <laughs> wrote a heartwarming musical. I know about him being a dad and the the struggles of fatherhood. I know, and it's beautiful. And I'm just like, and I whoever love it. was in charge of a Goofy movie, I know they were like. The, po- really? the possum park. The oh, yeah. H- high dad soup. Yeah. I mean, oh, come yeah. on. These are classic yes. moments mm-hmm. from our childhood. Oh, yes. I loved it. And yeah, of course, the concert at the very the end. The concert at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't on. finish the movie because I really wanted to make the kids watch it. Yeah. Um, and also I knew I would cry and they already think I cry in every movie. <laughs> so I just I didn't go there. But anyway. <laughs> they do they anyway think, <laughs> anyway they think i cry all the time <laughs> anyway well i mean fresh out of the christmas season i think it's fair to say <laughs> we've all been crying a little bit when we watch movies uh last night at dinner one of my kids admitted they were like yeah but you know when i have to cry like i, I go in i go in the bathroom <laughs> and eric was like 
wait, you have a designated crying spot? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. And then all the kids chimed in. And oh, we're no, like, they all do? They all have a designated crying spot. Like, this is where I'm going to go be emotional. And then Eric was like, he turned to me and he was like, do you have a designated crying spot too? And I was like, duh well doesn't everyone he can be upset about it but obviously (laughs) the two of you together have created private criers (laughs) like some people are private criers yeah some people some people are like everywhere is my yeah eric was like i wouldn't hide he was like i don't why would you hide Mm -hmm. just cry where you're at right and then we all were like well you know sometimes you don't want somebody to talk to you while you're crying (laughs) like you just want to get it over with is that is this weird is this no. not normal no it's not weird okay well whatever we all have our we all apparently have our chosen like if i have to be emotional this is where i'm gonna go do it yeah and then we come back and return and join the family yeah most people <laughs> like a little privacy when they cry because your yeah. face gets kind of scrunched yeah, up and red red and, and it's not cute. like splotchy and i don't want anybody talking to me when i'm crying because yeah. then i'll cry more yeah when people are nice to you while you're crying, it makes yeah. it worse, you know? Yeah. Or you <laughs> like, calm down and they're like, so what's going on? And then and you you're start like, well, yeah, again. now I'm going to cry some more. <laughs> yeah. So now that I'm thinking about that thing that's making me cry. <laughs> I was over it until you were nice to me. And now uh, I'm sorry. I have to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> uh, whatever. If you guys have crying spots, let us know. If I'm totally weird, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just where we're Go at. Go cry about it privately yeah. if you think we're weird. Yeah. And everybody watch a Goofy movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, if you can get your kids to watch it, I guess. Yeah. But. What a bunch of weirdos. <sighs> They'd rather play than watch TV. I can't, can't believe <laughs> no, them. No, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I, obviously, good. that's good. Yeah. But I do think it's funny how, I don't know if it's just that movies now are so like, visually stimulating yeah there's a lot going on or there's like lots of Mm -hmm. joking and there's always like a goofy super goofy character yeah i don't know if like the old there's definitely Mm -hmm. a new formula of disney movies for sure yes and then yeah other like Mm -hmm. studio kids studios yeah but you know what's interesting clementine is really into full house right now oh okay like super into full house like she'll tell me entire storylines Cool. And the reason she's into it is because at first she was watching Fuller House, but then we decided Fuller House is actually kind of really inappropriate. Yeah. Um, I, that I was got, super it's disappointed. It's gotten more inappropriate, too. Yeah. I feel like the first season was... It's super inappropriate, so we were like, you can't watch that anymore. I have wondered that. I Like, I wonder... What? Like, what Candace cameron like yeah. how does she Feel... i mean she's acting and she's not right as she's acting she's not actually acting out anything right that's sin there's no like right nudity or sex scenes or right. anything no there's none of that but, but she's like rep it's like long-term dating yeah. and the jokes are super going on trips they can be super borderline right the women don't they dress really inappropriately right. yeah and then they have this one um they have like a gay character on their who's like a young kid and it oh yeah and so we were just like you know this is not you can't can't this is not full house this is not right so then we're like you can watch full house though right um which 
congratulations, there's like five times more seasons than, yes. that, than Fuller so, House. So all I have to say is she's been watching the original Full House. That's so funny because she'll like come in and be like, so mom, Michelle fell off a horse and her back and she couldn't remember who her dad was. And like, I'm flooded with these memories mm-hmm. of like, I know all these storylines, but I haven't like, I've totally yeah. forgotten them. Haven't, you know, I haven't been watching Full House in my adulthood. Surprise, surprise. But um, so it's just super funny, like getting to kind of, she wants to tell me about it. And I'm yeah. like, I know. And she's well, like, Full House is really a great apparently, show. I don't, I mean, I know I watched it. I just don't remember it until she brings it up. And I'm like, I oh, watched yeah. it as an adult for sure. Yeah. Well, and all the seasons are on Hulu. So yeah. anyway, that was a total, I don't know. Why did I even start talking about We've that? talked about everything but what we're gonna talk okay. about in this episode yeah so let's do that do you want to intro this series that we're doing i can do sure. it okay okay so yeah. it's a series but because of just how planning worked out mm-hmm. it may not all be will be consecutive, consecutive week but by we week. will indicate yeah we're trying to keep it all to, like we're not going to have any episodes of this series in july like it's going to right it's going to happen over in the a next short several amount. months yeah we're doing a series and we will indicate that this is a part of the series um but it's something that we wanted it to be a series because we wanted to take our time with it just like we Mm -hmm. took time with the feminism episodes and things Mm -hmm. like that um and it's because it's something that maybe christians don't totally know christians either don't think about or maybe they don't know like how they're supposed to think about it guilty and and i think we discovered this because we had conversations and we didn't know the answer to the questions that we had. Right. But basically it's environmentalism. Yeah. Or conservation or wh- however you want to phrase it. Mm-hmm. Um, th- in this episode, mm-hmm. this is the first episode of this series. whole series. Mm-hmm. So we're basically just going to present the questions or the comments or mm-hmm. whatever we think about this. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully, as the series moves on, we'll kind of answer our questions or yeah. the questions we have you guys thinking about. Yeah. Um, so this episode isn't necessarily anything. To... I'm going to tell you what I know, which is going to take about five minutes. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. What I what I feel confident on with this topic is what I'll tell you guys about. But right. what I'm excited about is we've lined up some really cool guests yes, to come help have. us because this is not something we know a ton about and so we have asked some of our favorite christians that are also scientists right um to come talk to us about conservation and environmentalism and, well, and like, how wh- should we view creation right and what is the planet for what is the future of the planet look what like? should we be what? thinking about earth yeah what's our responsibility towards it right and um i'm so excited because we just lined up a guest that i just I screamed. I screamed. You weren't you weren't in here, but when I got the email and it was confirmed, I Oh, I screamed. thought I heard something. That was me screaming okay. because because uh his, he said joy. His secretary okay. <laughs> um emailed and confirmed That's and what I was just happening. can't believe You guys this person has a secretary. I so you know. cannot believe <laughs> this is happening. I'm so 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 excited. So, um yeah, this topic isn't um in my wheelhouse, but um Someone that we're going to be interviewing wrote a book about it, and I have been reading the book, and it's actually made me really excited. I didn't think I would be excited, but then I started reading his book, See, and, and I got excited. That, and this is why like, I wanted to do a series on this, because I think it's something that people realize they don't really care that mm-hmm. much about. And I think it's because 
environmentalism has been so co-opted by like liberal secular thinking yeah that we almost think it's like not in our realm yeah. but uh-huh. we also do know things like right um we were given dominion over right. the earth right and we were created mm-hmm. along with the earth and that's right god looked at everything mm-hmm. before things started dying and there were mutations and mm-hmm. uh greenhouse gases or whatever mm-hmm. like and pollution mm-hmm. and he said that it was good you know so how do we right. rectify um all that thinking yeah um but and a big i know we had a kind of an extended conversation about this when um no well i don't know for sure when it was but we were talking about my, for the um uh, the other part of it for me is well the big i should say the big part of it for me Mm-hmm. is where and like this is the importance of us learning about like what the planet is here for mm-hmm. um is that obviously humans are supposed to be here yes <laughs> like <Yeah>. this <laughs> we're supposed to cultivate yes. the earth <laughs> right the earth is made for us to be on it and to take care of it right um but obviously there is a like sort of the the secular environmentalists that you'd normally meet could potentially even think that um i just i'm sorry i just took a picture of the back of georgia's head <laughs> because it's so cute she's just sitting here sleeping. and i want you to see it i'm sorry okay okay it's really cute anyway <laughs> i but continue. so so we also have another common argument that we have um coming from people who would not agree with us is mm-hmm. that the world is overpopulated things like yeah. that yeah um so the big thing, okay, so the, a great example of this is uh, the rainforest, like a deforestation. Mm-hmm. Yes. So deforestation, so you, at face value, you think like, oh, like there's this hugely diverse environment, the rainforest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, It's responsible for all this oxygen that we have on the planet. Right. It holds species that live, can live nowhere else and we're we're making mm-hmm. animals go into extinction. Mm-hmm. There's people that live in these certain places. Um, and these like rainforests are getting demolished to create essentially ranch land. Mm-hmm. That's completely flat where things can't like purposely, right. you don't want things to be growing. But so for me, the community that owns that land owns that land. I don't, the United mm-hmm. States doesn't have a right to tell like if we really believe in property ownership like right. i can't tell you what to do with your land and right. also it's hard to say like what is like there has to be a balance because if a man who works to cut down the rainforest is taking that money and feeding his family like right when do i say this is wrong this is wrong versus right. this is right because obviously like there has to be a balance, but I think maybe something that people don't think about or mm-hmm. we don't even see really a lot in general is a balanced viewpoint. We see mm-hmm. these two very extreme like, yeah, I'm going to use, you know, one use plastics every, as much as I can because <laughs> I much don't as care I possibly about the can because either <laughs> the world's going like it's getting right. worse and it's all we're all going to get raptured off the planet. Right. Um. Or like, I just don't care because that's a bunch of hippie crap or maybe even God's sovereign. So I'm just not going to worry about that, you know? Right. But I certainly don't. 
I absolutely believe that God's sovereign over innovation, industrialization. Mm -hmm. And so we can't say that like, like an old timey way is better necessarily just because it's better for the earth because we've come up with tons of medical technology, like along with industry that has hurt the planet, there has been strides in technology and we have the internet and we can spread the gospel Right. You know, so like there has to, we have to be able to have some sort of balanced view view on this. Right. But I don't I'm very willing to say that like I don't know mm-hmm. like we we're welcoming you on this journey <laughs> with us as we right. talk to people who know more about this. Yeah. So that we can sort of establish Right. Like so like how should we view creation? Right. Yeah. What is the what's the point of it? What is so what is this earth? What is the what the, is the right majesty of creation why right. is the earth here um what are humans supposed to be here for where right. what is the earth going to be like one day like what is the end yeah. goal that we're supposed to be working for mm-hmm. is it lower population so that the environment can thrive mm. is it no. populating <laughs> the heck out of the earth to where like <laughs> you know like a right. single tree can't stand <laughs> right. um you know like what's the answer like I, I don't know. I think it's humans and and the environment are both supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. So what's the proper? Right. Like what is what is the balance? Right. Like how do you? I mean, and there's a what lot is of, our responsibility right, towards yeah. it? Right. Well, I I have gone between I have. Up until probably the last, I mean, a couple of years ago, really, I would say that I have vacillated between being that kind of person who is just like really apathetic. Like, I don't care, you know. Got, I can't got... get the microplastics out of the ocean. Right. Like, I can't do it. There's nothing I can so do about it. So I just it. get overwhelmed and God's then I control. just give up. Yeah. Right. And then I've also been that person who just has been, I think, reactionary towards some of the really extreme, I would say, pagan environmentalist positions of, you know, uh you know protect mother earth even if it costs human life right. you know the people who really do think that people creation, are the problem yeah people yeah. are the problem and creation is better than humanity and so i think as a i have been reactionary i have felt reactionary towards that in my life to the point where i'm just like no flush the toilet 18 times like you guys you know shut right. up you know and that's not a christian position at all yeah and i honestly think that the the closer the more that I've read scripture and the more that I've gotten to know the Lord through reading scripture, the more respect I've had for creation and the better, a better view of creation I've had. Um, you know, because you read, especially, you know, you read the Psalms and, and you read how the psalmist talks about um, how God created and what he created. And, you know, the earth is the Lord's and the right. fullness thereof. And, and, there's a very high view of scripture um, and scripture of what God has created because God created it and he created it all very good. Right. Um, and then we also have, you know, in the creation account, I love the book of Genesis and I love the, the creation account and I think it's fascinating. And um, I love finding out all these, you know, things that we're finding over time that just further prove all the stuff that's in Genesis. Right. And it's really exciting to me. Um, but 
I think when we're talking about this topic, you really have to start with the dominion mandate, which is in Genesis 1, 28. Um, and you're probably, I'm willing to bet that most of the guests that we have on are going to reference this. So yeah. I just want to tell you guys what it is yeah. now. Um, but Genesis 1, 28 says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So that is what is referred to as the dominion mandate. Right. Um, and it's where God gave humans, gave man uh, rule. Uh, he puts us in charge over. Well, and he repeats, he repeats that too after the flood. That's right. Um, so this is not something, this was not pre-flood mandate. Right. right. <laughs> he repeats it to Noah. Right. And his family too. Right. And to the animals. He actually like, says tells the animals to also yeah multiply. like multiply yeah. and fill the earth right. and subdue it and so there's work that we should be doing and there's care that we should be putting into um the earth and and i love there's so many admonitions in scripture of of our responsibility towards animals like we're expected right. to treat animals with a certain there's kind of like, respect there are farming practices in the bible yeah. there's animal husbandry laws yeah um there's all kinds of we weren't the the there was never a law that said mm -hmm. oh it's there was we never had the freedom to just go to an environment and take whatever we wanted from it right and Abuse leave it, it desolate and, yeah know? yeah and so I think um we have we have dominion um that doesn't mean that but since sin has entered the world obviously sin has affected creation and it's affected how we take dominion right um so we've got work to do right um and so um i love this francis schaefer quote because you guys know we love francis schaefer um we do he said so fallen man has dominion over nature but he uses it wrongly the christian is called upon to exhibit this dominion but to exhibit it rightly treating the thing as having value in itself exercising dominion without being destructive um and so you know, I think a lot of times what we run into in having this discussion with Christians is you run into different kinds of people. You run into the people, um, like I said, I've been apathetic about it before, but I've also been reactionary because there's a lot of, you know, within environmentalism, there's a lot of like really pagan, new age type of views that are not Christian at all. And on the surface, they can seem pretty harmless, but they're really right. not. Well, they've like snuck in under the title of like dominion and yeah take care of the, like take care of the earth and so you right you do have to, this is an area that you sh should be discerning in right because it is your job here on this earth yes. whether you're doing it or not you're either right. well technically you're either doing it well or mm -hmm. poorly <laughs> right so it really doesn't it's really not whether you're doing it or not mm -hmm. it's how you're doing it right and so you do have to be discerning as to what I mean, the the information that we know about our planet now, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily all false because secular scientists have right. Like that's not how you discern <laughs> right what's true, um. And so this is just another area mm -hmm. that we need to discern mm -hmm. um, and think biblically about. Right, and there hasn't been a lot. There hasn't been a ton of work done on that as far as i know i know schaefer has yeah. got his book well and there are they're large there are there's answers to genesis there's creation yeah. uh ministries international mm -hmm. there are a lot of um 
creation scientist mm-hmm. organizations. Um, mm-hmm. But even then, the emphasis there tends to be um, the evidence for creation. Right. Um, right. And so, uh, I don't know. I just thought it'd be cool to talk about it. Um, like I said, I don't even... Other than, like, you know, we know, like we're saying, we know the Dominion Mandate. Mm-hmm. We we know all these things that we've said. Right. But then we also know but all these other what? things. Now yeah. what? You know? Yeah. And honestly, I I hope to even go as far as to answer that. Like, what does that look like? Yes. Because you also, um, you also, we also, we would disagree that, um, that, that society at large should be regulated into doing Right. Certain things like right. there are certain things that are sh- can't the be compulsory. The government should not be telling me how much plastic I can use. Right. Type and of thing. and like I was saying, if you're like, I can't tell you what to do on your land. So technically, if you want to desertify mm-hmm. the 25 acres you just bought, like you mm-hmm. are allowed to do that. Right. Um, but I hope you don't. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And and so, yeah, we just we're here to look for answers mm-hmm. and how just yeah just to be a little more nuanced well you guys know us we're always <laughs> you guys know us uh we're always telling you like that christ is christ is king over all aspects of your life like there's no part of your life that you get to just be like well this has nothing to do with god because every how you live in every way um christ should be lord over that and so what does it mean for Christ to be Lord over how I steward what I am responsible for in terms of his creation? Right. You know, I know, <clears throat> you know, is it as simple as, you know, I'm not throwing trash out the window while I'm driving down the road? Right. Um, is it as simple as I am using, I'm not using plastic forks as much mm-hmm. as I could. Are these, are these really moral oughts? Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of Christians kind of already have it in their head what the answer is, but maybe we haven't really thought about it from a biblical point of view. Yeah. And then a lot of people get really heated on the topic. And so I, I'm looking forward to asking these questions of like Christians who have studied <laughs> earth <laughs> yeah, and, and are going to have, you know, informed um, positions that are biblical. Yeah. Um, because I want, I do want to know, um, what is my responsibility in terms of the dominion mandate and yeah. in terms of treating God's good creation as though it is God's good creation and I'm yeah. a part of it and it matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to make sure that I do that without becoming reactionary or apathetic or I don't want to let any of these weird pagan new age things in, yeah. you know. Um, so, well, yeah. I mean, I also, I'd, I think if we can increase conviction my conviction has increased. I mean, that helps that my husband is very convicted. Super into in this it. Area as well. <laughs> Super into it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you don't, you don't have to limit. There's a lot of, uh, to be more, um, self-sustaining and more and efficient, I guess, if you want to mm-hmm. put it that way. Um, Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things we can do that I think a lot of people would maybe feel convicted to do that right. they think like, oh, but that's really too hard. Like I'd have to change my whole life. Right. But just so you know, 
like that's how things change. Right. <laughs> it starts with a small population of people. Right. That change their whole life. Right. To, uh, to, yep. accomplish something. And I'm not saying that's necessarily you. Right. But basically, we're just saying, come with us as we think critically about this topic. Mm-hmm. While as we figure it out, right. you know, and kind of what it looks like. And you know, Summer was saying for some people, it's having at least some modicum of of you know like i i'm not going to intentionally do anything mm-hmm. and then for some people you know um some people they <laughs> they go to flush the toilet one day and they go I, like i just went to the bathroom in clean drinking water <laughs> you know and <laughs> right. they do something about it yeah um and and there is a way for a christian to do that right um, to do both of those things. Right. And so I guess it kind of looks, it looks different mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, you wonder, I don't know. I like, I, I wonder how much would be required of us to be more like, I, I, I think that it would be, uh, we'd be, we'd be surprised the effort that we might have to put into it once we're like convicted about it. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of easy when you just push it off. Right. I don't want this to come across as me like, and in the last episode, we'll be telling you the 20 (laughs) things you must do. Otherwise you're not allowed to listen to us or be our friend. No, I am super excited though. Like I, I think we, I honestly think we, we think about, it's so little so especially because it doesn't even have to do with um uh, like uh being a christian Mm -hmm. or being a conservative or whatever Mm -hmm. but i think a big portion of it has to do this is something i was gonna forget to mention but i wanted to mention it is that just where we live Mm -hmm. we live in a country that is privileged enough Mm -hmm. to send our garbage away Mm mm-hmm we we don't right. have to see how much I don't have to see it or we use. It. Yeah. We don't have to see how it's processed. We don't have to see where it ends up. Yeah. And we have that. There are cultures mm-hmm. that don't get, they don't have anywhere to send their garbage. Right. Like, so they live with it, you know? Right. Um, And we, you know, we are fast paced and we, it's all about convenience. And, and oh, so yeah. I do, th- I do think that um, like, if you really, th- if you really think about it, mm-hmm. we all, Mm-hmm. We all do a lot of things that we could just be maybe more conscientious about. <laughs> more mindful of, yeah. But not not just for the sake of environment, but just because we do live in such a like, I'll just throw it out kind of <laughs> yes. society. Like, uh-huh. you know, we don't have to like just because our 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 the where we were born affords us that like doesn't mean we have to mm-hmm. live that way. That's right. And I there may be some things in there do mm-hmm. there is some moral implication in there like right. i think they're like you said they're like we talked about i guess is there's some stuff that's like based on your conviction but right. i do think there are some things that we will discover while we sort of get into this topic mm-hmm. that are like if you're doing this like maybe don't right <laughs> yeah. maybe you don't yeah. have to do that right yeah okay well i have a question for you okay and you might be like, 
that's no one's business. But people keep asking me because I commented. Oh, I already know what you're going to ask. Yeah. So when we started this podcast, how we we must have told them. They, we must have told them at some point that you were. Or people know from. They just know. The radio show yeah. or some, so somehow. Everyone's been like, Joy's a vegetarian. But then there was one week where I just nonchalantly was like, oh, look at that cheeseburger she's eating. And then all of a sudden, my inbox is flooded with like, hey. <laughs> um, I was a vegetarian. Was it a Beyond I was a vegetarian. Meat? <laughs> was it an impossible? Was it a black bean <laughs> patty? I was a vegetarian um, and even a vegan for a very long time. Um, speaking of environmentalism, <laughs> the vegans, you know, mm-hmm. such a kind group of people. So nice. Just known for their. <laughs> They're known for their tolerance <laughs> for their and kindness. Uh-huh. Um, it is something. It's interesting. Um, well, yeah. And I, I don't. I'm not a not a vegetarian. Joy anymore. eats meat now. Um, but that's I think it's a great question. Like it's a it's kind of a good example because there is a lot of evidence that says, you know, like the meat industry creates mm-hmm. a lot of pollution and a lot of problems with the environment. Mm-hmm. But then also even when you're talking about Genesis, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a moment where God says like yeah. meat is okay to eat, like along with the plants that I gave you, you know? That's right. So it implies that he has given this permission yes. that he necessarily didn't give before. That's right. Um, and then also now there are people that have a carnivore diet. <laughs> yeah. Just all and it's meat. like, where does health versus mm-hmm. like, where does health fall into? Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't know like do do we uh for the sake of the environment mm-hmm. do we mandate that like eating meat is immoral um even though it's at the ex- like so it's for the benefit of the environment but at the expense of the human like right yeah so it's Genesis 9 3 God says every moving thing that lives shall be food for you yeah um um so whatever I just I just thought this was the I'm time. just not one now you're just not. <laughs> um, I became a vegetarian for because I used to be in that environmental mm-hmm. um, vein. And I thought that like people were a scourge on the planet and that we. I, it was wrong. Like I had a very wrong mindset. And yeah. I was also meticulous in some ways and then yeah, not in other ways, which I also think is another question that people might have like. You know, well, I'm I like taking showers and I'm not going to stop doing that. But <laughs> right. like, does it help if I recycle? You know, like, right. Because we do live in an advanced, developed nation. So, yeah. um, you know, which what technology do we throw out? Which do we keep? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I mean, really, my vegetarian has nothing to do with the topic of environmentalism now. No, I know. Um, I just thought this time, would be a hilarious time to, yeah. to finally because I I have not been answering the messages because I'm like, this isn't my. It's possible I don't that I would speak go back for joy. See, you know? I know I can do it, but it's also I got married and mm-hmm. now I'm like my intention is to grow my family bigger and bigger. Right, and you have to feed other. And people. I don't know yeah. necessarily what. It's just sort of we we might go back to it yeah. i don't know but it's just something that i have to figure out but it wouldn't out. be for the same reasons right at this point yeah because you said you've changed right. your opinion on that yeah yeah so that's interesting but anyway i mean i do you know and i 
it's just diet is such an interesting thing too yeah because there's so many opinions yeah and there's a lot of people who you know everyone everyone has their diet that is the best diet that will cure cancer and all right all this stuff but um, you know i think you should just trust trust god and eat what makes you feel (laughs) good don't be a glutton yeah these (laughs) Um, are easy guidelines (laughs) yeah otherwise it's really none of my business what you eat (laughs) yes there's joy it's none of her business just so you guys know i want to remind you guys before we close out this week that book club is starting this wednesday january 29th we're going to have our first meeting. We are reading Tactics by Greg Kokel. So I hope that you will join us. We've got a really good group going over there, and I'm super excited. And you can leave us a voicemail with your questions. If you have, I don't know, just been sitting around waiting to ask a cool Christian scientist some questions, um, and you want us to get them in there, yeah. we are going to be doing these interviews over the next couple of weeks. So you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475, or you can email us or message us or whatever you want to do but let us know um i'm super excited have i mentioned i'm super excited about this guest we got because i'm super excited she's super excited i screamed all right i'm you just guys. excited about the series in general yeah this is totally your wheelhouse and i'm i feel like i'm coming along for the ride and i'm gonna be i want to be um which is how i hope i hope people feel like yeah they're coming they're like oh the i didn't realize i found this interesting but i do yeah. find it interesting like i said when i read i read one of our guests books our upcoming guests I read his book and I, I well I'm not done with it yet I'm almost done with it whatever the point is I was reading it and I was like this is fascinating this is never a subject I would have picked up yeah it's just not mm-hmm. um but reading this book I was just like this is so interesting and great and I'm I'm excited to talk to him about it so anyways so you guys uh tune in you'll know when we're um in our earth series and that is it for this week do we have anything else to tell him I don't think so. All right. That is it for this week. And we will see you guys next week. Maybe. Hold on. There we go. (laughs) Bye. Bye. We ain't got no place to go. Let's go to the punk rock show. Darling, take me by the hand. Gonna see a punk rock band. There's no yes and TV shows. Radio, rodeo. Wanna get into the...